Welcome to the Shift for Wellness podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Caputo, and this space has been created just for you as it promotes living with ease while facing challenges and tragedies with courage and resilience. Last week, I introduced the four-part series of The Mindful Human, and we hopped right into part one, what mindfulness is and what it isn't. In part one of The Mindful Human, we imagined what the world would be like if it were filled with people who were mindful, people who paused and responded rather than reacted, people who looked up with a kind smile for you, people who paused to understand rather than make assumptions and judge. I challenged you to decide whether to choose to be a mindful contributor and provide our society with one more person closer to a transformational behavioral shift in our world. We talked about what mindfulness was and what it wasn't. And if you didn't get the chance to listen in to part one, I invite you now to pause this episode and hop on over to shiftforwellness.com slash 37. And there you can read the blog post or listen to the podcast to get a good foundation for what mindfulness is before even trying to understand why it's necessary to practice. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you part two of the Mindful Human series, why practicing mindfulness is necessary. If you're just tuning into the series and starting with part two first, you'll want to know in this four-part series on being a mindful human, I'll be sharing with you what mindfulness is and what it isn't, why it's necessary. I'll talk about neurobiology and the part the brain plays during mindfulness. And finally, we'll establish the role of the mindful human. Embedded in each part, you'll learn the basics for each topic. You'll begin to establish your own personal practice as you play with exercises that I've woven throughout each podcast. And I'm confident that you'll feel confident enough to share what you've learned in each part so you can spread the wellness wealth and help me fill our world up with more mindful humans. I'm excited for you to listen in on how you can make this practice of paying attention, having compassion, tuning into yourself by becoming aware of your senses, and being without judgment, an easy, simple little slice of your life. Before we get into talking about all the benefits the mindfulness practice has on us, I want to remind you that I am making no claims to being an expert on mindfulness. I came to this practice because I saw a need for it in my classroom. I educated myself on it and continue to do so by taking courses. I read about it extensively. I continue to work to develop my own practice, and I teach the practice to my students and encourage them to develop their own daily. I'd like to take a moment to practice some mindfulness before we go any further. So if you are driving, riding a bicycle, exercising, doing anything other than being able to actually be still and sit, then this is a good time to pause the podcast and then come on back to it whenever you're able to do so. In the meantime, we're going to get in touch with our anchor breath. I'm going to invite you to get into your mindful body. You can sit nice and tall with your feet planted on the floor a nice tall spine. Imagine you have a string right at the crown of your head and someone is lifting that string up to stretch your spine even taller while your chin is remaining parallel to the floor. Your shoulders are rolled back and down, creating lots of space in your torso for your breath. Become still and quiet 
relaxed and upright and bring your awareness to your breath. Where are you feeling the breath in your body? The three most common places people feel their breath is in their belly, their chest, or at their nose, but any place you feel it is fine. You can place your hand on the spot where you feel the movement of your breath. And this is your anchor spot. This is the place where we feel our breath most obviously. It's the place that holds our attention. Just like an anchor holds a boat in place, our anchor breath holds us steady. Take three slow, deep breaths and notice how your body feels. If you feel anxious, nervous, or tense, where do you feel that in your body? If you feel anxious, breathe in one deep breath, and as you breathe out, say, I'm breathing out anxiety. If you feel nervous, breathe in one deep breath, and as you breathe out, Say, I'm breathing out nervousness. If you feel tense, breathe in one deep breath. And as you breathe out, say, I'm breathing out tension. On your next inhale, you can say, I'm breathing in ease to my body. And if you're not feeling any anxiety, nervousness, or tension, you're welcome to say, inhale, I am inhaling, exhale, I am exhaling. When we're noticing our breath and paying attention to the inhales and the exhales, we're not paying attention to worrying about what is going to happen or possibly happen in the future. And we're not grieving over what has happened in the past that we have no control over. We're simply remaining in the present and remaining with what is in the here and now. And that is the practice of mindfulness. So why practice mindfulness? Well, you don't need me to tell you about the information that's careening toward us at super speeds. Most times we don't even know what to do with it all. And if we have no idea what to do with it all, how can we expect kids to manage it? Because they're also getting bombarded with the same information. And that's not something that kids and parents really shared back in the day. As early as 10, 15 years ago, there seemed to be more clearly defined boundaries that existed between the parent and child world with regards to the information that was shared and the messages that were received. But those boundaries don't seem to exist any longer. The lines have become blurred as to what's only appropriate for adults and what's kid-sensitive? I'm sure you've experienced this while watching TV on, during prime time. I know there have been plenty of times when I've shaken my head wondering what is happening here. How is this material on the television at 8 o'clock at night appropriate for my students who are probably watching right now? 
Then there's the excessive speed of social media information, which results in mindless tweets, inappropriate postings, bullying, feeling overwhelmed, and feeling the pressure of having to keep up. We are connected now more than ever, and it seems to me that most people don't realize the emotional impact this has on us as individuals and as a culture. Paying attention and being aware of what you're letting into your space helps to pump the brakes on life. This is a skill we need to teach to our children. It allows us to experience life happening for us rather than to us. And I don't know about you, but I love living in a life that is happening for me rather than happening to me. Because when I start to feel that life is happening to me, that's when I know things are out of balance and I've got to get it together and pay a little more attention to what my mind and body need in order to self-regulate and get myself back on track. Stopping intentionally to pause, breathe, and pay attention is a practice that needs to become a habit now more than ever. Mindfulness can help with focus and concentration, gaining a sense of calm, decreasing stress and anxiety, managing impulse control, becoming more self-aware, helping you to manage difficult emotions, to become more empathetic, and it can also help with conflict resolution. Is that a dream list of responsible human behaviors or what? What more could you ask for? It's important to note that mindfulness is not a cure-all. It helps. It fosters. It encourages these behaviors. Don't expect any bad habits to be stopped in their tracks with this practice right away. But with continual practice and a mindset shift of purposeful practice, I think you'll discover you'll becoming a more present compassionate, and self-aware human, and making a tremendous intentional contribution to our world as a mindful human. The shift work I have for you this week is to practice your anchor breathing twice a day. I want you to practice one time alone, and the second time I'd love for you to invite another person to practice with you. That's going to be quite a challenge. But I want to find out how you did. I'd love to hear about your experience with the practice of mindfulness. So if anything resonated with you here in part two, or if you have any questions, feel free to post them on the Shift for Wellness Facebook group page. And as we begin to build a community there, you'll be able to connect with and learn from other like-minded individuals who are purposefully practicing with the intention of bringing more ease into their lives. Be sure to visit shiftforwellness.com and sign up to receive your free Shift for Wellness workbook, Five Quick Steps to Wellness. And tune in next week for part three of the Mindful Human series, Mindfulness and the Brain. Thanks for listening. And if you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, no matter where you listen, make sure you take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss another episode. Please rate and review the show while you're there. And remember, it's not about being perfect. It's all about being easy with the practice.